Late Night Conversations with Patricia Antuli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome uh, Tony Bass, who's a financial advisor. And uh, thank you very much for joining us, Tony. Good evening. Hi, Patricia. Hi, listeners. Today, uh, we speak short-term, medium-term, and long-term financial planning. It's very clear that uh, we need to start planning for this. But before we even go into the planning itself, young people have been um, seen in some of these videos and uh, on television um, going into um, shops and the likes, taking uh, basic needs, food, maize meal, rice, bread, are young people really gripped with this issue of, um, you know, grappling with it, the issue of, of unemployment to that extent that we see them in these uh, videos? Yes, Patricia, it is a sad reality that our unemployment rate in terms of the youth um, has increased further and further away uh, from where it was initially. Um, and that's also why we are seeing more and more youth starting to participate in such activities. Um, right now, as I speak, this I'm sitting and we're actually having our own community watch where we are trying to avoid such incidents as well. But I also understand a lot of people, there is a saying that says, with an empty stomach, your ears don't listen properly as well. Um, so in that regard, people don't really see the importance of having to save now if you don't even have right now. So that's also where the short-term, the medium-term, and the long-term planning will come into effect because one has to understand exactly what you have for you to start to save. But if you don't even have that minimum, what are you going to save? And that's where we will be interacting with our guys also to understand how to create that type of planning for yourself, looking at the position that we find ourselves in as a country, as youth right now, with jobs being so scarce as well, and trying to understand where and what one can do to start to put those plans in place for your short, your long, and your medium-term goals as well, Patricia. Still talking about young people, Tony, and and I agree with you that we need to start looking at our financial planning because it's quite critical. But for young people... I mean, some of them are at home with qualifications, and we we are very grateful that they've got these qualifications. But these qualifications don't come without a price. Most of them are via uh, funding or grants that they, or even um, loans that they need to pay back, and they are already starting off their financial lives on a minus. So you've got a loan of of over 100,000 rand that you need to pay off before you even start working. And that's where they are sitting. So how does a person like that start planning? And, that, and that's actually such a sad truth. You start your life off in debt. As much as people say that's not a good uh, thing, most of us went to school on that debt boat. Um, and that's a cross that you would have to carry based on the financial commitments that one can make to actually repay this money. Because at the end of the day, some of the funds that we are using, not only based on the loan, like if you look at some of the nurse first funds as well, one would have to repay it back for someone else to also make use of that facility. But in that being said, when you start your life off in debt, it makes it a bit harder for you to start to plan towards your future as well. Because every bit that you save, especially when you're younger, if you save earlier, you save less for 
longer, but it comes to a great amount at the end. But if you are older, you have to save a lot more, which means that you put yourself under a lot less stress. Let me give an example. If an 18-year-old starts to work today, and they save 10% of the salary for the entire uh, duration of their career, they would be in the same position as a person that would have to save at least 40 to 50% of the salary, starting to save at 40, and that is in the same time as when they would both end at about 65, 60, 62. It just depends on what your particular plan is for your particular life as well, and what the policy says within your company as well. So let's just look at that, and that just shows you how important early planning is and how it can actually save you from putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And that's where a lot of people also find a lot of problems. If you don't plan early enough, you find yourself sitting in a position where you're starting to rob Peter to pay Paul, and this type of stress is what causes you not to make informed financial decisions because you will always look for the quickest way out, sometimes making poor decisions with that and costing you a lot of money at the same time, Patricia. A-teamers, please do join in on the conversation as we speak to Tony Base around uh, short-term, medium-term and long-term financial planning. Have you started your financial planning? And with this uh, COVID-19 pandemic that's gripping uh, the economy, is it easy to keep up to that planning? Or have you been like many South Africans, um, you know, staying back from your savings or even going into the piggy bank and start using those savings because you lost your job or perhaps you know you, you don't know whether should you do a or b please call in ask your questions and tony will be able to assist you or even relate your stories to us the number to dial in on is a zero one one seven one four two double zero six or you can whatsapp zero six one four one zero four one zero seven uh, 22 minutes after 10, and we continue with Tony Bass on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. So this year's theme for the National Savings Month, being July, is uh, focusing on bringing savings in your language. That's the theme. And the aim is to cultivate a culture of saving and making the public aware of the importance of financial health. And yes, no one wants to live in a place um, where you are financially unable to meet your day-to-day needs. But we find ourselves as South Africans. That's where we are right now. And uh, very important that even in these trying times, we have financial advisors like Tony Base who can at least teach us the things that we should be doing. So, Tony, short term, what is it that we should be looking at? Short term is your day-to-day, everyday type of plan, at least once a year. So you basically plan your entire year, and that gives you an idea of where you would like to go to within the next two to three years as well. But your short-term plan is your just immediate goal. So an example of this would be, um, by the end of this year, I would like to save, let's say, five thousand grand. Take the figure of five thousand grand, divide it up by your twelve, and that will give you your short term goal. Anything that you plan within a year, but it should be realistic and it should be obtainable as well. Never plan something that will be out of your reach within that year. Yes, they always say green big, 
and make it possible. But also what they're being said, make sure that it is as realistic as possible. One, if your goal is realistic, it gives you the ability to start to plan those steps to get towards where you can achieve that goal. So short-term goals looks at your current situation and how to change the right now. Then you start to plan for your medium-term goal that will look at your two, three, four, five-year plan based on the goal itself. And that's how you would realize if that can be done either in a short-term goal type of structure or in a medium-term goal type of structure as well. So, Tony, all good and well, for a person who has got a a student loan, and I'm going to keep going to this, um, who is uh, sitting at home right now and saying, "Mm, I don't have a job, Tony. So how do I then make sure that this annual, um, you know, planning for my short-term goal is achievable? But, you know, Patricia, I thought about it today. Um, And I thought about how can one start to plan with so much uncertainty and unsurety in terms of the job sector itself? Um, with so much um, impulses well, in terms of what to do, because no one is really sure about maybe, maybe next week even. And then it came back to start to use what you currently have available to you. Remember, there are some kids that are still going to be having to write their metrics. Uh, or their matric exams. If you are good at science or math, start with tutor. Um, yes, it's not going to be as luxurious as you would have thought it would have been, but it could bring something into your pocket. And that's where you start. Start exactly with what you've got and what is at your disposal. We always go back to the fact that maybe we should actually start to farm for our own food again. Maybe we can use a bartering system again or maybe we could even grow to sell, and then the remainder of that we use within the household as well. Because we are sitting at a position where people seem seem to take any goal that they think of and make it about money, whereas if you look at the resources that you do, you can come up with something that can generate something that you can put in your pocket as well, Patricia. Let's go to the medium term. What sort of um, plans or um, vehicles should we be looking at in terms of uh, saving for our medium term goals? So for your medium term goals, you've got the investment builders. That's normally between the one to five year type of plans. Um, same as your short uh, term, you also find a lot of guys that use you know, trust uh, to save from your tax as well, by your tax-free savings as well. Uh, you also got guys that are looking into the shares itself over the five-year term as well, because that's where you actually start to see the growth on your fifth or on your fourth year as well. So in terms of that, that is where your medium-term goals are for guys that are doing the investment side. In terms of guys that are not looking into the investment side, but more in terms of what can I achieve in terms of life as well, and financially, how can that impact me in the next four to five years? A lot of guys are starting to say, look, if I can put together at least X amount of money for me to actually achieve school, even to you achieving just that diploma or that degree, is you planning your medium-term goal, because the results from that would be 
whatever job you will get will give you the ability to attain the other goals that you have set for the future as well. Never, never, ever think that your idea or plan cannot work. I think just refine it a little bit and make sure that there's enough milestones for you to measure yourself and say, can I get to X? How do I get to that point? And what resources would I require? Try to make sure that the resources are not uh, out of your capacity or out of your control. By doing this, you give yourself the ability and give yourself a fair fighting chance to, to obtain that as well. Let's uh, close off with the long-term uh, goals that we should be having. Long-term goals, we always say that if this is your retirement plan, it has a big impact on the taxpayer because we get paid to save. The government always wants us to save, but they don't want us to become a burden to them, Patricia. So basically, you would have to start to sit and say, how much would I need at retirement to live the same type of life that I live now? Yes, that's the guys that are investing. Those are the guys that would say, yes, I've got a job. This is what I would like to do and what the benefits would be with that. But a long-term goal as well for a person in life and also in their financial space should be, what would I like to achieve overall with my career, my work, but with my career, my job, the income that I receive and how this could actually be linked together. So your your short-term goal should relay and come back into your medium-term goal. And your medium-term goal should give you the stepping stone into your long-term goal, which is your 0 to 5, 0 to 10-year goal. Because at the end of the day, not all of us are going to start to save at the same time. There are some people that would actually start to find the necessity of having to save early, which is the best feeling ever because you start to realize financial freedom quite early as well. Um, and the some that just don't have the means to start that early, but they still want to start to save at a later stage as well, Patricia. So with that being said, your long-term goal should always be something that can feed off the short and the medium-term goals at all times. And this is what you would start to reap. It's basically like you saying, you reap what you sow. At the end of your working career, at the end of your lifestyle choices, at the end of the type of life that you would type, you would want to live in terms of the type of money that you spend on the weekend, in terms of the type of foods that you eat, all of these choices that you make now would form part of your long-term goal as well. And all of these choices that you make now would also have a lifestyle impact and a financial impact. Always remember the financial impact because at the end of the day, today, a 10 rand's worth is not going to be the same amount of money in the next five to 10 years as well, Patricia. Well, with the way things are constantly increasing, I think uh, month to month, <laughs> that's how we see that 10 rands just uh, deteriorates, just like that. You, you haven't spoken about emergency funds. I mean, how do we save for these and where do we put these? At the end of the day, we are sitting with a crisis that sometimes requires more from us than what we financially expected or anticipated. You know, looking at the current situation that we find ourselves in, this is where we need emergency funds. Emergency funds look at your immediate term goals uh, and your short-term goals as well. Let me give an example. 
example, if you had an emergency fund put away and we found ourselves in a position where um, tomorrow stores open for one hour and you had to go and buy groceries for the entire month, how many people can say, I've got enough money in my account right now to go and buy groceries for my household and still have enough money to sustain myself at least for a month to get paid um, within a month's time. Patricia, I can tell you there will not be many people that can actually say that because the just-in-case funds that we do try to put together, um, some uh, people don't see the importance of it. But if you cannot change your car's tire without you running short within the month, then you need an emergency fund. If at this point you cannot go and buy uh, food in the pandemic that we're facing now with stores being closed, stores being looted as well, if stores have to open tomorrow and they say we've only got tomorrow left, after tomorrow stores will be closed for a month, can you do it? If your answer is no, then you should be starting to look at an, at an emergency fund in the future because you don't want to find yourself in the back foot and not being able to make um, immediate decisions on stuff that are as, mis- as easy and um, needed as food um, or essential things that you would need within your day-to-day life as well, Patricia. Well, we do understand that we speak uh, from a point of privilege, uh, and I think we need to be honest about that with the current uh, situation we're facing in the country. A lot of our South Africans have been without employment for a long, long time, but at the end of the day, it is critical that we learn how to uh, plan for our finances and uh, utilize the little we have the best way we know how to. Tony Bass, uh, for people who are listening right now saying, I'd like a financial advisor like him, how do they get in touch? So you can find me on my cell phone, which is 060-977-5630. You can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter. It's Tony Bass, T-O-N-Y-B-U-I-S, same for Instagram, same for Twitter. Thank you very much, Tony, for joining us. Have a good evening and stay safe.